All right, Toyota, everybody. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. A workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced technology to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than than ever before or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with new available technology this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a Toyota truck you buy Toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales events deals when you visit buy a Toyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. It's the Monday morning podcast for my fucking 12th. Hey, what's going on? It's Bill Burr. Sorry, I was just watching a lot of sports this weekend. And when you watch a lot of sports, you're going to hear that song over and over again. Oh, my God, what is that song? Who wrote that? God, it's in my head. Uh, The Monday Morning Podcast for Monday, March 12th, 2012. And just to give you a heads up, we're about a month and three days away before you have to give all those cunts your money, right? That's just going to go to the banker cunts that nobody ever talks about. They don't talk about it, do they? Yeah. They went after Roger Clemens harder than they went after anybody at AIG. You realize that? Did you or did you not shoot steroids in your ass so you could throw the ball past that fucking guy? I'm going to give a rat's ass about the Hall of Fame. You know, I know more about that than I, you know, anybody else. How come I don't have any AIG uh, uh, banker cards? Why don't I have some of those? Then you could tell me which one of them were the fucking cheaters. Um... So how'd you guys do it this year? Did you have the money taken out early so then you can get it back at the end of the year? Huh? Is that what you did? Dude, that's what I do. I have, I have like, all the taxes taken out, and then in the end, I get money back because I'm too fucking irresponsible to take my money up front because I know I'm going to blow it, right? So what I do is I give the government an interest-free loan all year. That's, that's my game plan in life. People, have zero exempts, okay? (laughs) Or whatever the fuck it is. Have the least amount of taxes taken out, all right? Just don't blow all your money. At least you can keep it in the fucking bank, and they'll give you a couple extra fucking quarters for it. Why give an interest-free loan? I know why, because you're young. You're young. You want to go out and get some pussy in a 12-pack. I hear you. Keystone Light, kid. Um, this is the Monday Morning Podcast for Monday, March 12th, 2012. I believe I said it a couple of times. I don't know why I feel like I have to keep reiterating. A um, lot of shit to talk about this week. Um, you know, I was on vacation. I didn't do shit. I probably put on a nice five pounds. You know, had a great breakfast burrito yesterday. Out in Glendale, California. Had a phenomenal breakfast burrito a place that i had been hearing about and i kept asking the lovely nia to go but you know as life would have it we were always too busy right so 
she was doing a bunch of bullshit yesterday with her friends. And by bullshit, I mean shooting a short film. Not bullshit, but... So, you know, she's shooting it here at the homestead. So, I, you know, I'm going to get the fuck out of here. So I called up a buddy of mine. We went over there. You know, couple of twinkle toes. Getting a fucking burrito. Went over there. We had a great time. So on the way back, I come, you know, I dropped my buddy off or whatever. And I, I mentioned to Nia in between shots. I said, hey, you know, I finally checked out that breakfast burrito place. It was fucking delicious. You got to go with the steak burrito. And she did the classic woman thing. You got one of those without me? I thought we were going to do that together. We've been fucking planning it for six months. All right? Yes, I went over. I was hungry. I wanted one. I did, I did something fun without you. Yes, I did. All right? What? Because I'm in a relationship. I, I'm only allowed to have fun when I'm with you. At some point, I have to break off. Right? Even the monkeys do that. You know, they hang out with the tribe, and every once in a while, you go off in the bush, you, you rub one out. That's what the chimps do. Um, so anyways, what, what happened this week? Peyton Manning, Mark Sanchez, right? That's what everybody's been talking about. I think, uh, I think everybody made the right move. You know? I think the Colts made the right move. What, what are they supposed to do? They're supposed to hang on to Peyton Manning, a 36-year-old guy. He's had four neck operations. This is the second time his neck got fused. Do you think it's going to get better? Do you think that it keeps going up from here? And I know what you Colt fans are saying. Boy, he's going to get his 10 wins this year. You're right. He is. And he's the shit. All right? But he's 36 fucking years old. All right? This is what sucks about sports and what's great about comedy. You know? What's great about comedy is I am seven years older than that fucking fused Frankenstein motherfucker, but I can continue to do stand-up. He can't, I mean, he can't continue to do what he loves. Well, he can, but you know what I'm saying. In a couple of years, he won't be able to. So what I'm saying is you got this Andrew Luck kid, and I know he's not going to be Peyton Manning. I'm not saying that. All right? But the Colts, just like the Patriots, at some point, your guy is going to retire, and that is going to be a long 40-story fall and fucking you're going to splat on the ground. Or you can rip the Band-Aid off, get rid of the dude, and maybe hit one of those little canopy things with an Andrew Luck before you fucking hit the sidewalk. All right? I think I think they did the right thing. I think it took a lot of bulls. And uh, I don't know, for an entire year, there wasn't a doctor on the planet that would clear Peyton to play. And then all of a sudden, right before he's due to sign this this big $29 million thing, he finds two guys who go, guess what, I'm A-OK. I think at that point, the Colts had already made the decision and they were moving on. So, um, I don't know. I think it was a ballsy move on their part. And I think in the short run, they'll look like morons. But in the long run, I think it was a smart move because the Colts in 15, 20, 30 years are still going to be a franchise and uh, 15, 20, 30 fucking years, Peyton Manning's going to be like uh, 50, 60 years old. I can't do the math. 51, you know? What are you going to do? you got to choose the franchise. So, and then the Mark Sanchez thing I think was great. They signed the guy. It gives it gives Sanchez a, a, a boost like, hey, these guys believe in me. But then they also got this backdoor thing where, hey, if you suck after next, uh, not this season, but next season, we can walk 
and uh, we don't owe you the other half of the contract. Hey, we gave it a shot. Go fuck yourself. Um, so that's what I think. That is my belief. And Paul Verzi, Paul Verzi thinks that uh, the Colts are the dumbest fucks ever and that Peyton Manning is going to throw for 9 million yards uh, like he does every season for some other team and then lose in the first round of the playoffs. <laughs> um, if I was Peyton Manning, I would try to go to the 49ers. That's where I would try to go, even though they're not courting them. I would, I would be like, listen, give me a pay-a-play fucking contract. That's where I want to go. I want to be protected so we don't have protection issues, and I want a fucking an awesome defense and a great fucking coach. That would be perfect. It'd be fucking perfect. But instead, where's he going to go? Where's he going to go? You think he's going to go back to Tennessee? I still got a lot of friends down there, right? Go to the old Tennessee Titans. All right. Who gives a fuck? I just realized halfway through that fucking whole thing, I was so goddamn sick of talking about it. You know, so I apologize. Uh, let's talk about the one thing that everybody showed me this whole fucking week was everybody's like, you got to check out this Coney uh, 2012. It's about this dictator in Uganda who's, uh, you know, got the boy soldiers over there and he's just all these war crimes and everything. So I go, all right, I got a bleeding heart. I'll watch this shit. And I got to tell you something. I got about five minutes into that video and found the guy who made the documentary so fucking self-serving and annoying, I had to shut it off. At that point, when, 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 the, when the Ugandan kid is crying because he saw his brother get killed in front of him, I mean, it was on. And then immediately he just cuts to, now I'm going to sit down with my son and tell him. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? The whole, the whole thing is supposed to be about these Ugandan kids and this fucking guy starts the video off with his wife giving birth to his son. It takes you like three minutes before you're even in Uganda. I'm sitting there like, I thought it was a documentary. He, you know what he did? He did something like that big fat flounder there. What the fuck's his name? The guy there who tried to make Canada look like a utopia. Who's the guy there who never shaves and always has on a dirty ball cap because he's just like us? He's the working man. What's his name? Huh? Bowling for Columbine guy. He does the same thing where he inserts himself into the documentary and just makes him, him look like he's the fucking, you know, I don't know, the goddamn grand poobah who has the whole fucking world figured out. This guy did the exact same thing and it annoyed the shit out of me. It didn't change, obviously, how I feel about that warlord or any of the boy soldiers things. But, I mean, I, it didn't teach me anything I didn't fucking already know. There was a rapper who came out who was actually a former boy soldier. And I read this whole thing about him, and he was saying, like, all these gangster rappers who sit here and, and brag about killing somebody, he goes, uh, he goes, that's not the way it is. He goes, if you take a life, you don't brag. He goes, it haunts you. It haunts you for the rest of your life. Something like that. I was just like, wow, I can't wait to hear this, this guy rap. And then he stunk. <laughs> it's fucking one of the big tragedies. He had the actual stories. He had the life experience, he had the pain, and he just, he couldn't rap. It was uh, very unfortunate. Um, you know, it's kind of like me. I mean, I'm an, an amazing guy, I'm a good-looking guy, and, uh, you know, I just can't go to the beach. So that's why when you go to the Jersey Shore, there's all those morons out there, because, uh, you know, everybody gets a gift. 
you know, and if you can tan, one of the sacrifices is, is you don't get a personality in life, you know? So then you go down on the beach and then that's all there is down there. Oh, give me the fucking volleyball, right? That's all that's going on down there. And meanwhile, absolute saints like myself have to sit in the, uh, the basement or the bottom floor of a uh, dilapidated house that needs a new fucking roof, evidently. Uh, I, I, I want to fucking, I want to go down to Home Depot and I want to buy a, a hatchet. And uh, I want to chop down my fucking garage. This fucking goddamn thing. It's made for a Model T. Okay? And if you, I don't know if you noticed the old cars. I mean way old. Auga, that kind of old. Is they were skinny. You sat inside the fucking wheel wells. Like the tires, you know? You know what I mean? You know what I mean by inside the wheel wells? You know what I'm saying? Like you sat shoulder to shoulder. Hey, let me tell you something, see? Let's go down to the market and go get some flour. Right? You'd be sitting shoulder to shoulder with another guy. And both of you were probably, what, like 5'3 to 5'6 and weighed 140 pounds. Why, I oughta. Right? And you sat right next to each other. And then the fenders flared out and the fucking wheels were, were wider. That's what I'm saying. The, you sat, like, you know what the fuck I'm saying. Oh, and by the way, fuck all you guys who think I'm a moron because I don't understand how planes fly. All right? We only figured out how to do it in the last hundred years. So you're telling me everybody before that was a fucking idiot? Right? That George Washington Carver who came up with peanut butter and realized tomatoes weren't poisonous? You know, he didn't fucking know how to get off the ground, did he? You're telling me Eli Whitney with the cotton gin? I didn't see him flying around. All right? I have a very poor science background, and I fucking... Really sat there and tried to understand the amount of shit that I, I, I actually learned this week. Really sitting there l- trying to read up on how a plane stays up. I mean, I had to go back to like the fountain of youth of science. Like everything was just like, well, air pressure. I'm like, what is air pressure? I don't even understand. I don't even get it. You know, and I actually watched some interesting experiments. One where a guy held a flame underneath a Coke can and he heated up the fucking air which caused it to expand, right? Thus, less air was taking up uh, more space or some shit, and then he dunked it in some cold water, and then immediately the fucking can crushed. And I had to watch that experiment three times to understand what the fuck was going on, that basically he cooled off the air inside, which caused a vacuum, and before the air could rush into the can, the pressure from the, the fucking air on the outside crushed the can. See that? I didn't know that last week. And you guys are awful fucking people you know and when you have dumb kids someday that's how you're gonna handle them you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna say all those mean things that you said about me uh the me a fucking saint who comes on every week and does a free goddamn podcast that has nothing but positivity for all groups especially women you know you guys need to sit down and take a long fucking look at yourselves because i gotta tell you something right now i was really disappointed you know, a lot of you. You know what I did the other day? I was walking my dog, right? And we went around the corner. And I was so fucking tired. You know, I went to grab the headphones, these shit headphones that I use when I do the podcast. And they're already big enough. All right? And I already look stupid. I look like a fucking, you know, person who's trying to get attention. But the reality is, is I'm just too lazy to go to Best Buy. 
I see it. I'm driving by, and it's like I know I need headphones. I have the money to get headphones, but just the thought of pulling into the parking lot, trying to find a fucking parking spot, getting behind that person who's waiting for that person who's you think's going to leave and then isn't leaving, going into the fucking store, trying to fucking find it, and having that douche in the blue shirt. Oh, you want to get a flat screen? No, I don't. I want some headphones. Oh, I'm not in the headphones department, man. I don't know where that is. Um, I didn't want to deal with it. So anyways, so I fucking uh, came down here half asleep. My dog's going crazy, right? Wants to go outside. Whenever it sees me get up, it goes nuts because it knows what's going to happen. We're going on this fucking awesome hike. So uh, I ended up grabbing, uh, I grabbed these Vic Firth headphones, which are for drumming, which you can wear in it. And they like block out the sound of, of, you know, how loud drums are. And uh, I got to take a picture of them with, with them on my head, how fucking stupid I look. And I was wondering why they seem so heavy. I was half asleep walking down the street. And then I saw my shadow on the ground. They look like those, you know, those, those old guys who go to baseball games and they have like the antenna and they're keeping score. They're like twice as big as those fucking things. Um, and I look like an asshole and I know everybody driving by thought I was being, doing that hipster thing where I was like deliberately dressing like a douche just to get attention to be like, Oh no, what, what? These are from 1974. What, what year is this? Um, I wasn't, I was actually embarrassed and then I was going to take them off and then I was like, wait a minute, that's even worse. It was legitimate fuck up. And now you're going to take them off because you're worried what people are doing as they drive by you. You know, because they're going to make a comment as they drive by, Bill. And then what? After they drive by you, they get on with their fucking lives. What is wrong with you? So I left them on. And that's that story. (laughs) Oh, it's been a slow week when you're on vacation. He doesn't have anything to talk about. Um... All right, let's get to uh, let's get some advertising for this week. All right, and fuck you to anybody who doesn't like this. All right, that's why the podcast is free. All right, stamps.com, everybody. I've been telling you about this for weeks. All right, and this has been uh, one of the very successful ad campaigns here on the Monday Morning Podcast. Uh, um, oh, let's do it again, everybody. You guys can probably do this one word for word with me. Do you like going to the pod podcast? Do you like going to the post office? No. Do you like standing behind old people sending cookies that are already stale to grandsons who aren't going to eat them? No. Do you like standing behind somebody who's putting together 12 boxes as they slowly inch their little caravan forward as all you want to do is just stand there and try and buy some stamps? Of course you don't. Wouldn't it be wonderful if you could handle all of that stuff in your own home at any hour of the night, clothed or unclothed? Wouldn't that be amazing? Well, thank God for stamps.com. All you need is a computer and a printer, and you can use stamps.com whenever you need it, however you want to do it. All right? You can be watching Goodfellas and printing out stamps all at the same time, naked while eating a coffee cake. However you want to do it, people, this still is America. The post office may be closed, but stamps.com is always open. All right? Here's the endorsement. Take it from me, pointing at my chest with my thumb. You can do everything you can do at the post office With Stamps.com. Yeah, you can do everything except uh, go on a shooting spree. You can do that in your house, but you're just going to kill people you love. 
Um, special offer right now. Stamps.com has a special offer for my listeners pointing at my chest once again. Use my last name, Burr, B-U-R-R, for a no-risk trial. You get a $110 bonus offer that includes a digital scale and $55 of free post-its. The digital scale is my favorite thing. I send out all my DVDs using that. Every once in a while, I put Nia in a bear hug, and I tell her I'm going to wear her, and I make her sit on it, and she giggles, and then we have a fun time after that. Um, (laughs) Oh, here's the call to action. Don't wait. Act now. Go to Stamps.com before you do anything else. I don't care if your baby's crying. Click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage, and you type in Burr, B-U-R-R. That's Stamps.com. Enter Burr, B-U-R-R, $110 bonus offer that includes a digital scale and $55 of free postage. Okay? I don't know what else you guys need from me. You know? Probably a little more funny. I've been hooking you guys up with everything. You know, listen, because of this podcast, you don't have to go to the post office anymore. Because of this podcast, if you play pickup hockey, you don't have to get slammed in the foot with a puck anymore, do you? Why? Because of SkateFender.com. SkateFender, you got to use this. I actually, last week, for the first time, I played in a game. And I got to tell you, I had not played, I had not played uh, hockey on the ice, or ice hockey, as some people call it. I had not played uh, hockey in, uh, since January because I was afraid Murphy's Law... That uh, if I was going to get hurt, it was going to be right before my special. So uh, I was a healthy scratch <laughs> for uh, the last, like, six weeks. And I finally played. And uh, I didn't even notice that I had them on. And uh, I actually, it was actually a couple other people I played with going, oh, yeah, I want to get those and blah, 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 blah. I was psyched. I thought they were going to call me a pussy for wearing them, but they didn't. Um, but anyways, if you go to skatefender.com and you use the promotional code Bill Burr, all lowercase, you get $5 off of them, and uh, it's a great thing, you know? Do you like your feet? Sure, we all do. Wouldn't it be nice to not take a puck at 80, 85 miles an hour to the side of your foot when you have to go in and make a big presentation the next day? I mean, it's all up to you, people. If you want to have to put on a loafer that you have to have a custom zipper up the side because you wanted to be some shot-blocking douche without any protection, that's up to you, all right? But if you really love your feet and your children... You'll you'll get you'll get some skate fenders, and until then, until you do, I don't want you even talking to me. Um, all right, what the hell am I doing here? Let's get back to the podcast here. Uh, oh, somebody said, Bill, where do you think Peyton Manning is going to play? Uh, I have no idea. My gut would say he's he wants to go back to Tennessee. Just a good old boy, never meaning no harm. Got a rectangle head and a funny way of talking. Why is his forehead so big? Um, I think he's. <laughs> Their forehead, you know, I have a big forehead. They have, like, a swollen forehead. I think Archie, every time uh, Eli and Peyton made a bad pass or did, made a mental error in the backyard, he came, took off his belt, you know, had the buckle in his hand, let's be fair, and he is whoosh, right in the front of their fucking forehead. And then they will go, Dad, I got to put some ice on it. And he goes, you're not putting ice on that till you make that throw 20 more times. And then the sun would go down, and by the time they put ice on it, it didn't matter. And that's why their heads are just like that to this day. That's all true, people. I don't know what else to tell you. Oh, my God. Is this going to be one of these podcasts? I really I can't do podcasts when I fucking am on vacation because I don't do anything. You know? I was watching the uh, the Bruins lose to the Penguins yesterday. I watched the Celtics lose to the Lakers. Um, 
I got to tell you this right now. Danny Ainge, you know, I, I don't think I don't I don't like what he's doing. I just don't like what he's doing with the team. I think he got lucky. I think Kevin McHale hooked him up. But as each year goes by and the Celtics somehow keep getting older. Every time I see them, they're older. Every year goes by, every trade deadline. Somehow, not only do we not get younger, not only do we not stay the same, we get fucking older. I told you, you ever seen so many knee pad, elbow pads, and those stretchy sleeves in your life? I don't know. I think Danny Ainge is white Isaiah. He just got lucky. You know, he got he got that one ring, so now no one's going to, like, question him. Kind of like Peyton Manning. You know, he got that one ring, and then all of a sudden everybody ignores that, you know, he puts up 9 million yards in the in the during the regular season and then loses in the first round of the playoffs every goddamn year. You know what I mean? That's what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, I just, I don't get it. The Bruins, I'm not worried about. Bruins were, uh, you know, I don't know. We had some injuries and that type of stuff. But what I love about them and the Celtics is they don't quit. And uh, I thought we wouldn't get killed by the Lakers yesterday. Um, I don't know. And I missed actually missed the first two periods of the Bruins game because uh, I had the center ice package and I put it on and I couldn't find the game. And I was like, am I out of my mind? I thought they were playing today and I didn't realize it was the NBC game. So then I went out on my mandate and I got a uh, breakfast burrito and then I got a I got a text message from uh, a Pittsburgh Penguins fan going, "You watching this game?" Which I know what that means. Yeah, that means are you watching us kick your ass? Because you know if we were up four to one, I wouldn't have got a text, would I, Billy Gardell? Huh? Look at me dropping a name. Um. Anyways, <laughs> I don't know. I think the Bruins are going to be okay, but the Celtics. Yeesh. As long as the Lakers don't win. As long as the Lakers don't win and then continue to claim that then they'll say they have 17 championships, as long as they don't have to endure that, uh, I don't know. But it's it's inevitable. It's inevitable the Lakers are going to win what they consider their 17th, which is really their 16th NBA championship uh, before the Celtics get their 18th just because uh, they're just a better franchise. They're a better franchise, and people want to go play for them. Dwight Howard is, is like, dying to play for him. You know what kills me about that is because he wants to focus on his movie career. You know, who wants to see a fucking seven foot love interest? You know what I mean? What are you gonna be an action hero with your fucking head coming out of the sunroof of the car? I mean, you're seven feet fucking tall. Wait for him to do another Conan the Barbarian movie, and you can fly in from Orlando during the off season and do it then. Focus on your movie career. Why don't you focus on having some sort of fucking baseline move? If you had one of those, you could have already had a ring instead of letting Pau Gasol eat you up. Fucking guy is made out of, he's like, a, I don't know what the, his, his mom breeded with, was that a squirrel? I thought that was a fox. Hang on a sec. Get the fuck out of here. Hey, hey. Get your fucking lunch somewhere else, buddy. I don't like squirrels. I know a lot of people like squirrels because they water ski on the news, but I'm not one of those guys. All right, they don't fool me. With they're they're fuck they're cute rats. Hey, get out of there! Go on, swim, beat it, you fucking fuzzy-tailed. Um, I don't like them. Not a big fan of the squirrels. I don't. I don't like. Uh, I don't like things with creepy little fucking hands. I don't like raccoons. 
I don't like uh, I don't like squirrels. I don't like them. I don't like how they sit up and eat and they sit sit there staring at you like they're sizing you up or something. You know, and you're like, wait, you got a fucking problem? You know, then they stop chewing and just sort of stare at you. Yeah, you, you're fucking looking at me. I'm sitting here. You're fucking looking at me. You know, and then you make a step and then they do that, you know, little fucking, I'm going to run. And then they fucking take off. They're bitches. You know, instigators. Squirrels are instigators, and I don't appreciate them. Um, and that's all I have to say about that. Uh, this is just one of these start, stop, start, stop fucking podcasts. Uh, dental hygiene. Hey, Bill. Oh, Jesus. I wanted some advice on dental hygiene. I listened to an, I listened to an older podcast, uh, an older episode of the podcast, and you were talking about how. You were a dental assistant and talking about people's teeth. I brush, I brush every day in the morning and use an electric toothbrush. But is that enough? I noticed that it's harder to brush the backs of my my backs my the backs of my teeth. There you go. Way to proofread. Uh, then the front. Do you have a routine? What are the secrets to having good teeth? I never understood this. All my all my fucking time in a dental office, I never understood why people had such fucking difficulty brushing their goddamn teeth. Do I have any tips? Yeah. Brush them in the morning and brush them at night before you go to bed. Use floss. Electric toothbrush is great because, uh, you know, if you brush too hard, you're going to brush away some some of your gum line, and that could lead to some sort of periodontal disease. Look at me. Huh? Doesn't understand flight. I understand this shit. So, uh, and if you don't want to use an electric toothbrush, then I suggest you use one of those soft bristled ones if you brush really hard. But, uh, yeah, you, you fucking go twice a day, and then you, you floss every day, and then you fucking get your teeth cleaned every six months. If you do that, you should be fine unless you're just genetically compromised and you just have bad teeth, at which point you shouldn't get upset. What you should do is rejoice that you live in this era where you can be that weak of a human being and part of this species and still somehow survive and be allowed to continue breeding because nature doesn't like people like you. Nature doesn't like people like you who are weak in the teeth, toothless area. All right. Back in the day, all your teeth would have fell out and you wouldn't have been able to eat. And then you would have gradually starved to death. And you know what? No one would have cared because they would have been in their little wigwam under 40 blankets because it was cold outside. And that's why the water was fresh and the air was clean back then. All right. It has nothing to do with the Industrial Revolution. It has to do with the fact that people with weak teeth are allowed to continue living. All right. And until we fucking sit down and just address the fact that weak people should not survive, we are going to get weaker as a species. (laughs) You know? And I'm including myself. I shouldn't be here. The amount of times somebody has tried to explain to me how a fucking airplane gets off the ground, like, what am I contributing? I got to be honest with you, people. I've done the whole fucking, I went down the rabbit hole. I read all that conspiracy theory and all that bullshit. And uh, I was like, these motherfucking bankers, these motherfucking Illuminati and all this bullshit. And at the end of the day, now that I've traveled and I've met all these different fucking people, uh, I get it. I understand the Illuminati. I understand why they want to go down to 500,000 people, 500 million people. You, You can't fucking have too many people 
The world is uh, can't sustain it, and uh, most people are shitheads. So if you have five hundred million, you know that basically means you and all your friends are going to survive, and then you'll have plenty of people to uh, sweep up the driveway. And beyond that, what what else do you need? You know, I challenge you: go into a Walmart and find a soul worth saving. I get it. Like I, I, t- I totally understand the Illuminati, and uh, they're the best of the best. They're running shit, and uh, one day they're going to bring the hammer down, and there's not a fucking thing you can do about it. But you know what? You know what's cool is when they kill you is you get to go on to the next shit, you know, which is either nothing or something, right? <laughs> What do you think happens when you die? You know what I think it is? You ever meditate and you get like that tingly feeling and you just start floating like right up out out your body? You ever do that shit? I think that's what it is. You're just floating around all tingly. You know, levitating above shit. It doesn't even make sense, does it? What, forever? What the fuck are you going to do forever? And then you go to heaven forever? Really? Name name something you want to do forever. You know, other than obvious shit like be healthy and that type of stuff. I mean, wouldn't it get boring after a while? Wouldn't you then like, you know, take little trips down to hell like you're going to Tijuana? You know, for the weekend, go down there, you know, get a couple lap dances from all those whores that God didn't want to save. All right, and then go back up to heaven. Wouldn't you have to do something at some point? Can you just imagine? Like, don't you hate when you go to church and everybody's all fucking happy and smiley and saying how blessed they are? And behind him, you go, you, dude, you're jerking off the porn. You see it. You know it. You know, there's that other side. It's the balance, the yin and the fucking yang, you know? It's like, uh, it's like I don't know what. I don't know. I don't know. It's like, it's a man and a woman. A uh, fucking, uh, you know, a cheeseburger and a biscuit, right? <laughs> you know what? I got to tell you something. I I was eating a lot of salads this week. All right. And I got to give something up to the old vegans there. Um, just as far as like, you know, some people like, you know, there's, you need to eat meat and that type of shit. And then you got other people going, we were never meant to eat meat. Our teeth are the, like horses. They're straight across. Um, so we should be eating leafy greens and beans. I got to tell you something, man. I think vegans are right on some level. Just hear me out. You go out and you go get a big steak dinner with some potatoes and you go down there. You go down there. You go fucking eat like John Wayne. Lee Marvin. You go down there, okay, in the next morning, okay? When you're sitting there fucking grabbing the bottom of the bowl underneath you trying to get that stuff to come out of you. Hey! Right? You fucking go out and get yourself a vegan lunch. If you just did that once a day and then ate like John Wayne, I think you'd be fine. Because I'm telling you, I don't give a fuck what you eat the rest of the day. If you go down and you get one of those fucking uh, yoga pant breakfasts, all right? One of those one of those things that you have. You have a yoga mat on the back of your chair, you know? And when people say things to you, the, the way you emotionally react is you open your eyes wider, you know? Did you know they're having a bake sale down the street and you just go, mmm, with your fucking eyes? <laughs> um, 
I'm telling you, the next day, like, uh, it, there's there's no uh, there's no problems. You just wake up and uh, that train's coming through. Um, ah, fuck, I couldn't think of a good song to be singing. Moon River, it's fucking, it's ridiculous. So there's, there's got to be something to it. And I know what you're thinking. Bill, you can still eat a steak, but you know you have a salad with it instead of a potato. Because when you have a potato with red meat, all the starch is what makes it not digest. Shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying. Dude, I eat like the, those vegan at those places. And like when I leave, I feel amazing. Like I'm floating out of there. I'm energized. You know? Yet relaxed. I go down to a steak fucking place. All right? And you still feel good when you walk out of there, but it's more like, uh, you know, you're walking out of there holding on to the banister as you're walking down the stairs. <laughs> I was actually talking to uh, somebody yesterday on my mandate, and, you know, we were sitting there drinking, eating fucking wings and shit. Like, well, I don't even know what the fuck we were watching at that point because um, this stupid shoot took all day long. No, sorry, the shoot that I totally respect um, took all day long. And uh, I was just sitting there, you know, I was talking to him. You know, because I've never had a shot of that Johnny Walker blue. You know, and I walked into a liquor store yesterday to see how much a bottle it was. And it was like 200 bucks. It's like, oh, go fuck yourself. Um, but I still want it, right? And we were just sitting there talking about that shit. And I was just like, you know something I just realized that was really depressing. It's like everything... I really enjoy uh, kills you, you know, steak, whiskey, cigars, um, my fucking truck's killing me, you know, that goddamn exhaust, I got to warm it up because of the carburetor, right, and I have it in my garage, and I got I to wait till it, like, gets all warmed up so I can drive up my fucking stupid driveway, um, that's at a fucking 90-degree angle that was designed for someone to drive a go-kart down. Um, like, every, yeah, everything I fucking like. So I, I need to eat more leafy greens, people. That's what I'm saying. I, hey, you know something? If you, if you get a good one, it's just like anything else because there's bad steak places. You know those steak places where if you, if you have to put any sort of, like, you know, steak sauce on a, uh, on a steak, like th- that person doesn't know how to cook it. You know what I mean? That's one of the biggest insults you can do if you go to a steak place and they put the steak in front of you. You have a couple of bites and you go, hey, can I have some A1 sauce? Which I swear to God is like cologne with a little mesquite in it. I I don't understand fucking A1 steak sauce. That is the worst sauce. I mean, how could it be good? How could a mass-produced steak sauce be good? That's like You start doing that, you have like a fucking... That's when you just have some giant... I don't know what vat of the ingredients, you know, you, you got like a, a dump truck comes in to pour all the sugar in it. Just you, you can't fucking do it. You need a little old lady making it, you know, in a little pot and then sticking it in a jar and selling it out of the back of her fucking rusted out Corvair or something. Right. What am I talking about? I'm talking about steak sauce, everybody. I'm trying to say how I want to fucking uh, I want to eat better. That's what I want to do. You know what's great about eating eating like that too is then you don't have to go to the gym as much. You can do you do push ups, a couple of pull ups, and you're ripped. 
You don't have to fucking go down to the goddamn uh, gym and, and work off whatever. Sh- oh, shut up, Bill. All right, summer plans. Bill, summer is around the corner. Do you have any special plans with the lady? Um, I have a couple of plans this year, and neither involve my woman. One, one of my, on, on my bucket list is I want to go to the Galapagos Islands, and I've decided that I'm fucking going. Uh, I don't know when, but uh, I found someone who knows a bunch of shit about animals so I can go there and not have to worry if a Komodo dragon charges me. Uh, I want to do that. Other than that, what are my special plans? Oh, yeah, I actually do have some special plans, but I'm not going to tell you what they are. You know, you fucking weirdo. I'm going to tell you where I'm going. Um, yeah, Galapagos Islands at some point. Go ahead, go down there and wait for me. All right, chick advice. Hey, Bill, I'm 25, and I've been listening to your podcast for a year now, and I really enjoy it. I want to get your advice on my current situation. I could have assumed all of that um, because I'm arrogant, and why else would you write in? Okay, after a lot of failed relationships, I wanted to try a new approach of meeting women. I met a 21-year-old girl through my sister-in-law and figured she was interesting and pretty enough to consider for a serious girlfriend. We started hanging out as friends so I could be sure that I was, in fact, able to be friends with her before I made a move to something more seriously. More serious, sorry. Things have been going well for the last two months, and we get together a couple times a week to hang out and do stuff. Well, last week, I finally decided that I wanted to make my move on her. I was saying goodbye to her after hanging out, and I finally moved in for a kiss, and she backed away. It got really awkward after that, and she kind of said, oh, I have to go. About 10 minutes later, I got a text from her saying, sorry for backing away, but I don't want to ruin our friendship. Ah. Oh, dude, you fucking waited too long. I would go go watch that Chris Rock special where he he does the friend zone. Um, anyways, he says, what the hell do I do now? She has always been very flirty with me the entire time we've been hanging out. Oh, wait, she's been flirty with you? Oh, fuck her. She works at an all-girls camp during the summer, and she always hangs out with me on her days off, so I know there isn't anyone else she is seeing. All right, first of all, scratch that. All right, you, you have no idea. What, what? How does that expression go? You know, only the devil knows the secrets in a woman's heart. Isn't that how it goes? Something like that. Don't ever fucking... You, you have no... F- I don't give a fuck. Okay, you could have a woman in a goddamn cell. You still have no idea what the fuck they're doing. Um, they're sorcerers. Um, <laughs> anyways, am I to believe she is so naive to think that we were just hanging out as total platonic friends. The only reason I could think why she would do that is because I am agnostic and she is a semi-religious girl. What do you think I should do? You know what you should do? Fucking walk. Robert De Niro in heat. Just walk away. All right? Just walk away. This is what you do. All right? This girl's being all flirty with you and all that type of shit. She gets your dick hard. You're trying to be a gentleman. You don't try to fucking finger blast her on the first date because you think she's special. All right? So three days after flying kites and going on picnics, you go in for a kiss. She pulls up. Ah, I didn't want to ruin the friendship. Give me a fucking break. She knows what the fuck she's doing. All right? She's toying with you. So this is what you do. This is the best thing that you can do. 
when a woman does something like that that makes you want to go out and eat fucking sheet metal is you don't you don't give them the emotion that they want, which is she, they want you to be upset. And I don't I don't know I don't know why I know I don't know fucking why, but she wants you to be upset. So this is what you do, okay? You just say, oh yeah, hey, I didn't know what I was doing. That's cool. That's cool. Whatever. All right. And she, but I still want to be friends and be like, yeah, absolutely. We can totally be friends. All right? So don't try to fucking bang her anymore. Don't blow her off so she has no idea what you're doing. Just keep hanging out with her, whatever, doing this and that. And then what you do, just start fucking working out. You get jacked, right? And then on the side, you start talking to other broads. And then one day, you show up with a fucking goddamn hickey on the side of your neck. You know? And then you fucking just don't even address it. What's that? Ah, you know, I was hanging out with some girl last night. So what are you doing today? And you just, you just, you mind fucker right back. You fight fire with fire. That's what you do. Get on with your life, sir. Fuck her. That's it. All right? That's it. That's, that's what I feel. <laughs> My solution is always the same. Okay? Is when, whenever a girl does some shit like that, all right, or if a girl breaks up with you or anything like that, and, and uh, if a girl still wants to be friends with you after she broke up with you, don't. All right, you get the fuck away from her. Hurt locker, okay? Put on your bomb suit and fucking walk away. Don't be the, don't be the hero. You fucking walk away because they just want to keep you in their life as they slowly get over you and just constantly be taking a steak knife and shoving it into your heart. Fuck that, all right? You get away from them. There's there's no point being around this girl. So right now this girl just tried to mind fuck you. So if you do automatically just cut off being around her, she's going to win on some level. And she'll actually get some sort of level of satisfaction that you reacted that way. Because even though you think you're saying fuck you, what you're really saying is I actually cared about you. And that's going to feed her goddamn ego. So don't do that. So just be like, yeah, I don't know what I was thinking, you know. Uh, Yeah, you 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 can't blame a guy for trying That'll annoy her like she's just some piece of meat you took a swing at. (laughs) This is such terrible fucking advice. But you know what? I believe in it. This is how I've lived my life. If you want to end up like me, 43, not married, no kids. That's how you do it. Um, You know, I was actually thinking of maybe adopting one of those Ugandan kids. It's the perfect fucking thing. You can do something beyond that douchebag who made the movie, is you can actually help one of those kids. The kid's already 12 years old, all right? Then you only have to be a parent for six fucking years, and then he graduates high school. All right, man, have at it. Good luck to you. See you at Christmas. Don't do any drugs. Um, you know, then I can catch right up to all these other parents. I have a 13-year-old. Oh, I have a 12-year-old. Yes, I do. Got three of them. I got three of them. I don't even need a pit bull anymore. These motherfuckers can load and unload a gun with their eyes closed. <laughs> That's fucking mean. Uh, but it is what it is. Uh, why the fuck did I go from that from the, that goddamn broad? Yeah, so forget that. Forget that girl, all right? Um, I don't know. Yeah, just whatever. She wants to hang out. Yeah, hey, let's hang out. And don't be weird around her. Don't be weird. Hey, sorry about that. I don't know. I was an idiot or whatever. Uh, That's what you do. That's what you do. All right? And then what you do is start talking about some other girl 
wait a couple of weeks and just say, hey, you know, I kind of met this girl. I kind of like her and blah, 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 blah. You know, this is this is a fucking this is the old hook and lateral play. I don't know if this will work. This is definitely a Hail Mary. But maybe if you fucking start saying, hey, you know, I met this girl. I, I kind of fucking like her. You show up with the hickey on your neck. I, I don't know what happens. There's spinal cord muscles. The spinal cord muscles. The muscles around their spinal cord get fucking, uh, they get weak. You know, and all of a sudden they just fall face first into your lap. Sometimes that happens. You know, but you're not going to know unless you try it. All right? Don't be Chris Webber and be looking to pass the fucking ball here. You want to take the shot. You understand me? So that's what you do. <laughs> Sometimes I say this shit and I, I don't know, I step outside of myself and I just realize what a fucking moron I sound like. But I don't know, for some reason you guys listen to this shit, so... Whatever. Good luck to you. I just tapped out of that one. What is it? 47 minutes in? 47 goddamn. What is it? Two in the afternoon? There's daylight savings? Like we're a bunch of goddamn farmers and we have to get up early to, for the crops? Is that what it's all about? Um, oh, last week, by the way, I went out and I did some investigative reporting on the, uh, not reporting, investigative uh, cell phone pics of the uh, the Colonel Sanders sign. And this is what I found. Uh, the one in Koreatown, Colonel Sanders definitely looked a little more Asian than he does the usual plantation owner. Oh, Belvedere, come here, boy. Right? And um, so I was convinced. I was like, God damn, uh, you know, Neil was right. But somebody else wrote in and said, Bill, I've always thought that the, that the Colonel Sanders looked Asian. I think the older logo for KFC has a more ethnic Looking, I what, what is? I don't understand. What is ethnic? Does that just mean non-white? Am I not ethnic? I don't fucking understand that. Oh, I guess because I'm mixed. Is that what it is? I'm just a mutt. Uh, but so are African Americans, right? They're all mixed in, right? That's an entire continent of people all mixed together, the same way all us European whiteies are. None of it makes sense. Anyways, I think the older logo for KFC has a more ethnic-looking kernel. And the newer ones don't. So maybe the one you and Nia see sometimes just happens to be an older sign. Here's the older one. And he shows the one, the one that's hanging in Koreatown. And he goes, here's the newer one. And that's the one I see everywhere else. But don't you think it's kind of weird, though, that they leave the uh, the one that kind of looked Asian to evidently mean a lot of other people that they leave it in Koreatown? I don't think it's bad. You know? I don't know. You know what? I'm going to put the... Uh, I'm going to put both pictures up this week on the uh, on the podcast page, and I'll let you guys decide. How about that? There's, there's your interactive uh, web moment of the week. Do you know what? If you actually go to my podcast, by the way, let's all go to BillBurr.com right now. Okay? Get off the treadmill. Parachute out of your flight, and let's go to Amazon.com. And if you uh, go there, like me, evidently the fucking – why won't this load? All right. I got Amazon.com. Uh, I got a window right underneath the iTunes, a banner. The black one, that's the USA one. And then I just added two more, one for Canada and one for UK. Um, And basically, if you'd like to donate money to the podcast and the Wounded Warriors Project, this is the I think this is the best thing we're doing here, is anytime you're going to buy something on Amazon.com, I'm not saying you got to buy anything. If you're going to buy something off of Amazon.com, just go to BillBird.com first, click on the podcast page, and if you're in the United States, that first one right next to the left of the stamps.com banner, uh, the black one, you just click on that and go on, go buy something. And they'll give me a little kickback, and then I take 10% of the kickback, and I give it to the Wounded Warriors Project. 
Um, and uh, for Canada and England, I don't know what charities yet. Why don't you let me know? Tell me something over there that you want me to give it to. Give me some suggestions. If it sounds like something that is legit, I'll kick some, uh, I'll kick some pounds and uh, some maple leaves over to whatever the fuck you're doing. How's that? Does that work? Well, that's great. Is that the podcast for this week? Am I all, am I all out of? Uh, I'm all out of material. Oh my god! So I got to wing the rest of this shit. What else did I do? You want to know what I've been doing? You probably want to know. Hey, Bill, what does a guy who fucks off for a living do when he's on vacation? Um, you know what I've been doing? I've actually been working on thirty-second note fills on the on the drums. It's just something I've never been able to do, unless they're just lame right, left, right, left. Bang, you know. But that shit where you start fucking breaking it up between the hands and the feet. And then there's sort of odd groupings, like groupings of five. You know what I mean? So when it, it when it when it starts to repeat, it just gets like all. It almost sounds like you're playing a different time signature, and you somehow come out on the one. I've been actually working on that, and uh, I know this is unbelievably excruciatingly boring to everybody else on the podcast, but that's what I've been working on. I've been working on two ones that I got off of uh, fucking YouTube this week, and. Uh, I've just decided that, like, when I work on shit, like in my stand-up act, where I just go, I'm just going to work on this and bomb with this until I come out the other fucking side. I've decided that I'm going to do that with these two different fills um, because I'm sick of not knowing how to do it. I'm sick of hearing it in my head and then not be sitting down at a drum kit and not being able to fucking do it. And uh, I don't know why this is important to me. I don't play in a band. Um, you know, TRL doesn't exist anymore, so I don't know where I feel like I'm going to go with this. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's what the fuck I'm doing. I just do that. I've, I've drank, like, every day. Not a lot. I just have, like, one. I sit down. I'm becoming that guy. I sit down, and I pour myself a glass of scotch at the end of the fucking night. That's what I do. And I sit down, and, uh... You know what's funny is like, that's like the original NyQuil though, is if you have a scotch in the middle of the day like I did yesterday, we were watching the Bruins, right? And they were losing and shit. And I asked my buddy, he's like, you want a beer? He's like, nah, you know, not really. And I was, he goes, why, are you going to drink? I was like, yeah. And he was like, all right. You know, one of those deals takes you that much to fucking convince somebody to drink. And we both had one. And the only reason why I didn't just nod off into an old man nap immediately afterwards is because he was sitting there. And we would laughing about it later. I was going, dude, I was like fucking half a second away from just sleeping for three straight hours. And my buddy actually told me, because he was sitting in the other side of the room, and didn't see, he actually nodded off for a couple of fucking minutes. That's something, you know, that's the dumbest thing that I do is, you know, I fight that old man afternoon nap. I fight it. I don't know why I do. There was a period in my... Early 30s, when I was still living with Robert Kelly, um, I got into the zone with the old man naps when we were living together. And he would be talking to me, and we'd be right in the middle of a conversation, and I'd just look at him, and I would stand up, and I'd walk into my bedroom and just go to sleep, and he would just start fucking laughing. And then within five seconds, he was asleep. (laughs) Like fucking two old dogs. 
just pass the fuck out like we left the gas on in the stove. And then you just wake up like 45 minutes later. And I remember one time Bobby going uh, like, dude, you call those naps like fucking, I don't know, any like like clockwork. And you felt like a million bucks. And for some reason, I've ne- I haven't been able to do that since. I always fight them. And then when I try and lay down and do it, I got too much shit going on in my head now. It's like that meditating shit. I used to be able to do it. I used to be able to do it, and I could feel, and I'd float right out of the room, and it was fucking awesome. And now what happens is right as I'm going to that zone, this voice in my head was like, okay, here it comes. It's going to happen. Yeah? And then it all goes away. And then it becomes frustrating, and then I'm meditating, and I'm angry. Oh, fuck. You know what that reminds me of? I have, I have, uh, I don't know. Have, they, have the cock blocks all been defined, like the different kind of cock blocks? I don't know if there's there's names for them, but I got a new I got a new cock block for you. Uh, this this cock block is very special, and a very obvious one. And I think, like, this happens all the time, but for some reason I've never heard anybody name it. So I'm I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna kick off the creative process. I call this guy the announcer. That's the uh, that's that's the name of this cock block. This is what happened to me. I was I did a gig in Jersey. And at the end of the night, these two girls who waited to be at the back of the line came up and they said, hey, you want to go out and get banana pancakes? You know, making a reference to my joke, saying if I wanted to go out and hang out with both of them. Right. And the second they said it, I was like, holy shit. Here's a fucking here's something I never had. Here's a two on one. And I can't fucking do it because I'm with Nia. Who's kidding? Not because I'm with Nia. It's because everybody's got a cell phone fucking camera and I get caught. <laughs> Honesty. Um, no, I couldn't deal with the guilt. Um, but I gotta, I'll be honest with you. And I would say this if Nia was here. If two fucking tens came up to me and said, let's do this, I, I, you know, yeah. Fuck it. Let's do it. I never did it. You know, fuck it. So anyways. So they said, hey, you want to get uh, you want to go out and get bananas and pancakes or something like that? And then this fucking guy like 10 feet away, way just goes like, oh, what's going on over here? You know, those guys like if a girl just comes up to you, just like, you know, you know, I've always loved guys in green shirts. And you're thinking, right? As you're thinking like, holy fuck, this is going to happen. There's some other guy like five. Hey, now, look out. And just makes the whole fire, the whole fucking room look over at you. The fucking announcer. Fucking cock block motherfucker. You know, who would do that? If I was standing there and I heard two girls say it to a guy, I'd be like, God damn, it's going down. Right. Side of my mouth. That lucky motherfucker. I wouldn't be. Oh. She wants to put it in her mouth while the other one watches. I mean, why would you do that? The fucking announcer. And if you have a friend like that, all right, the only way you can still hang out with him is if if he goes out, if you guys are going out trying to meet women, he has to wear one of those old ABC bright yellow Monday night football sport coats. And if the girl's, why is he wearing that? You'll see. You'll see. And that'll be the, that would be the funniest fucking thing ever. Like and if somehow if he couldn't figure out the joke. And he just thought the coat looked good, and just the whole night you just saw him. Anytime you heard in the you know ten feet away in the bar, hey now, what's this all about? 
And you just look over and you see this guy dressed like Howard Cosell. And you'd be like, oh, that's the announcer. He's the he's the <laughs> he's the guy he can cock block from like he's almost like a sniper. He wasn't so fucking loud. He's at the same distance as a fucking marksman, but uh, he kills it with uh, with loudness. Oh, my God. Did that guy fucking annoy me? Hey, Nia, come here. Come here. She just came in shaking her head. What? I am beyond. Come on over here. I was just telling that story where that guy cock blocked me with those two chicks out in uh, Jersey when they were just going. What do you mean cock blocked you? I told you this story. No, but you're making it seem like you were going to do something. And then you no. No, I wasn't going to do something. This is the thing. But I just admitted. It's a general cock blocking. Yeah, but this is what I did admit. If they were both tens, I would have. I oh, really? I would have yeah. done it. I never had a fucking two-on-one. And you know something? Would you be that mad if they were both smoking hot and the cell phone video got out? <laughs> the video doesn't even need to get out when you got the announcer there. The guy, he just literally goes like, yeah, we'd like to get bananas and pancakes with you. And he, he said something like, oh, what's going on over there? <laughs> Nothing? You're a jerk. Why am I a jerk, silk pajamas? <laughs> huh? You are. Talking about cock blocking and two on ones. What kind of podcast is this turning into? You know what? It's turning into a very honest podcast. I was very honest. Oh, I, I said this good is the, for this, you. This is the thing. I said I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't deal with the guilt uh-huh. unless if they if <laughs> unless they were both tens. If they're both fucking tens, give me a break. Let me tell you something here. If you hooked up with Brad Pitt, there's only so mad I could get. Oh really? It's fucking Brad Pitt. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Okay, uh, you know what? That would that if I just if I just said some generic, what, yeah, but good-looking guy. Yeah. If I just said some generic good-looking guy, and you and you just said that, that would have scared me. But the way you just acted like you had Brad Pitt's phone number, that doesn't scare me. Oh, really? Okay, it's if, going down. What if it's the like the regular guy version of Brad Pitt? Is that okay? Like he's just as good. If you want to go Brad live out on the street and get the fuck out of this house, absolutely. But you're allowed to have some sort of crazy two-on-one. Yes. That's bullshit. No, it isn't. It is. If you just, you know what, because you're, you're thinking on it on like like a, a very basic level. But if you really, oh, but if you really think about it, just think about it. It makes sense. Bill, you're not gonna try to mind fuck me <laughs> into thinking that it's okay for you to have some sort of two on one, and I can't. That's not. No, it's not going down like that. Yeah, but God, women are beautiful. We we lust after you. It totally makes sense. You guys find like dicks are weird. They're gross. It's all hanging out there. It's disgusting. You don't want you, that. You know nothing about. You you don't want that. Which has been proven time and time and again <laughs> in your stand up and in your podcast. But that's a that's another discussion. You know what? You you just set yourself up like you're going to make some huge point, and then you just tapped out. You know nothing about women, but that's just another discussion. And I just don't want to even get into that. So now what, you just give me the face? What are you doing today, lazy? Huh? <laughs> what do you mean, lazy? Nene Kubrick? Yeah. I just uh, filmed my short film over the weekend. Screw you. I've been working hard while you're in here in your pajamas talking about two-on-ones. Yeah, well, I have to do an hour's worth of shit here. I'm coming up on it. What yeah, do we have? fill it up with whatever you can. There we can. go. An hour and two minutes. Oh, okay. An hour and two have minutes. You, have you done your uh, your viewer emails yet? Yeah, I did. Viewer. Listener emails. You oh, did that already? Oh, because you want to chime in. I don't know. I what already you, did it. Got, what do you got? I though? already did it. What about overrated, underrated? Didn't do it. They didn't have any this week. Oh, okay. Look at you. I think you're a fan of this podcast. No, I'm not. <laughs> Listen, it didn't go down. All right. 
But I'm, t- I'm telling you right now, Nia, if two tens come up to me, it's going down. Okay. All right. Well, just be prepared for the retaliation. <sighs> Game, set, match. Really? <laughs> You're going to deny me that? Can I just buy you some stuff? Wow. Really? No, yes. I'm not, I'm really? Not, I'm not some sort of fucking basketball wife that can be placated with material things uh, to a point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if I'm going to be fucking honest here, come on. There's got to be something that I can buy. You know something? This should be our Valentine's Day. All right? For the guy, the guy Valentine's Day. This is what Valentine's Day should be every year. Is the guy gets a two-on-one, and then you get some nice stuff. Well, why can't I have a two-on-one? Because you don't like that. What do you mean? What do you know? Women don't like sex. <laughs> <laughs> You don't find, like when you guys fantasize, you think about the guys in your life. You don't think about other things. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. Um, come on, Nia, just one. Just give me one. You get one and I get one. No, That's you don't. You don't. Then yeah, well, then forget it. Because you don't want one. What do you mean I don't want You're one? You're just being childish. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. You, you th- See, you think you think you want to hook up with, with Jake Gyllenhaal and uh, uh, Brad Face. Whatever the fuck his name is, Brad Pitt, Brad, Brad Face Pitt. You, you just think you do. See, you know what I think about me is, is like you have to hook up with somebody famous. I'm actually just regular people. See, I'm down to earth with this shit. See, that's what I'm saying. You like stuff. You like shiny, shiny things. No, I don't have to. This is the deal. I get a two-on-one, and you, you get some, some cracked-up face old man in Vegas like Robert Redford, like I used to be good-looking when Nixon was in office. No. No. That's not how negotiating works. Now you've got to come with something else here. No, I think we should both get an equal opportunity thing going on. Yeah, but this isn't an equal relationship. Why, why is it not an equal relationship? Because if I wanted to, I could pin you down to the ground right now and tickle you until you passed out, and there's not a fucking thing you can do about it. What, that, that has nothing to do with anything. That's how the world works, Nia. Why do you think America's on top? Because we're right? Because or because, we're we, right can, or because, because we can blow you up more times? So it's your your physical presence that's what makes it like an unequal relationship. Yeah, because well, I can beat you down. Well, maybe you're physically stronger, but I'm mentally stronger than you. Oh snap! And I'm smarter than you. Yeah. So whatever physical power. Let me ask you this: What ex- you have are trumped by my mental fucking Goliathness. So suck on that, Red. <laughs> Why do you think you're smarter than? Me? Oh, that was good though. That was, you got a good one in, and now you're storming off. I taught you well. All right, that's the podcast for this week, everybody. I uh, hope you had a good time listening to it. Um, go fuck yourselves. Don't take any shit over there. And, um, oh, wait. I forgot to announce my uh, my dates for the week. Um, ah, fuck, where the hell is it? Go to BillBird.com. Hyping it once again. You click on shows. Um, I am going to be. Here's some new ones. Last week, I told you that I was going to be at the DuPont Theater with the police, the DuPont Theater in Wilmington, Delaware. Uh-huh. I'm going to say this in a black scent. I'm going to be at the, uh, the Music Hall in Troy, New York on March 31st. That first date was March 30th. Um, the uh, Tarrytown Music Hall, April 1st, one of my favorite gigs. I've only done it once. I think I actually did that gig, but that, I only headlined it one time. Um, I have Concord College in New Hampshire. Oh, my God, he's not in Old Orchard Beach. Um, Come on down to Concord College. I guess you can get tickets because they're telling me to hype it. 
So that's uh, April 27th. Um, and then we're all the way into June, everybody. June 15th, 16th, and 17th. I'm at the San Jose Improv. The Improv in San Jose, California. 15th, 16th, 17th. Jump on that fucking trolley. Take your life in your hands. Come on down to the club. Um, June 29th, 30th, and July 1st. I will be at the Improv in Ontario. Ah. I'm in Ontario, California. You fucking guys better show up. And I know what you're thinking right now. Yo, what you got against Ontario, fucker? It's the traffic. It has nothing to do with Ontario. It looks like every other part of California. It's a bunch of fucking strip malls and stucco houses. I haven't been out there in a long goddamn time. Oh, you motherfucker. Ontario. That is a deal breaker right there. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to go out there Thursday afternoon. I'll do the gig. And then I'll fucking stay over Friday. No, I won't. I'm going back and sleep in my own goddamn bed. I'll fight the traffic fucking three nights in a row. Oh, what a cunt of a gig. Um, Then, things are looking up. I'm at the Improv in West Palm Beach, Florida. Come on, you dirty racist white people in Florida. Come on out to the West Palm Beach, Florida Improv. July 13th, 14th, and 15th. And if that isn't racist enough, next I'm going to Orlando, Florida. This is my racist tour. Um, I'll be there on September 7th, 8th, and 9th. Uh, with any luck, the Jacksonville Jaguars got a game. I could drive up to go see that. Um, and then September 21st, 22nd, and 23rd, I'm at the Improv in Brea, California. And there you go, everybody. Those are the dates so far. As you've noticed, those are all club dates after the, the three first ones. But those are all club dates. Why, you ask? Because uh, I'm writing my new hour. All right, it never ends. I just keep going. So uh, I think I'm going to learn how to shoot a gun this week. I'll talk to you about it next week. All right, that's it. That's the podcast. Go fuck yourselves. Did I say Did I say all the advertising? Oh, I forgot Gamefly. Gamefly.com, everybody. How could I forget that? This has been a monster for us. Everybody enjoying Gamefly. Are you a gamer? Sure, we all are. Wouldn't it be nice to go... Um, wouldn't it be nice to have, like, video games delivered straight to your PC or right to your door, have over 8,000 games to choose from? Well, if you go to uh, Monday Morning Podcast listeners, get a 15-day free, t- free, free, f- 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 free trial. Go to uh, Gamefly.com slash Burr um, to activate this special offer. So there you go. I'm protecting your feet. I'm filling up your brain, and you don't have to go to the post office. I don't know what else you get. What else do you want from me? Huh? Well, you tell me. If there's anything else you'd like to get a discount on, because I've kind of been doing that with these people. You know, I just go, hey, what do you sell? What do you sell over there? Huh? You selling uh, cadaver parts? Tell you what, if I can get anybody to buy a finger, you just kick me two bucks per digit. All right? And uh, if nobody buys anything, you don't owe me shit. So there you go. So if there's something out there you want a fucking discount on, and I can make some money off of it, you let me know. You let me know. All right? I'm sick of saying goodbye. Go fuck yourselves. All right, Toyota, everybody. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. A workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced technology to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than than ever before or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma 
delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available technology, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales events deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. In a world where clout is the new currency. You're interrupting my stream. Are you getting any followers with this? One girl. What's your name? At June Forever. Your real life actual name. We'll have to find a way to clear her name. The police questioned me. You're the common denominator, June. And solve the crime. You watch too many movies. Esther Babitsky is Drugstore June. Also starring Bobby Lee, Haley Joel Osment, James Remar, Beverly D'Angelo, and Matt Walsh in theaters this March. Go to drugstorejune.com.